When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning. Welcome. It's uh, uh, a cloudy day here in New York City, but I'm getting the sense that spring is going to come. Even though it's technically spring, it doesn't necessarily feel like spring after the snow that we had a few days ago. But in any event, uh, we're all sustainable here, right? We keep forging ahead. So again, if you're new to the Sustainable Success Radio Show, you could uh, as you you can find us here on the Voice America Influencer Channel, as well as our Facebook page, Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. That's because that's when the show was founded. And there you can find you know past episodes that you can listen to, listen to our wonderful guests that talk about insights to sustainable success on all fronts. That being with their businesses, it could be corporations, it could be with your wellness and your relationships. It looks at life and business as one. So we want to welcome you today. And we have a great guest today, and before I introduce him, I just want to give a little bit of background about the topic that we'll be discussing, and it's one that really is dear to my heart, and it's about coming from our authentic self. So we're going to be talking about the promise of an authentic life professionally and personally. So what's great about this with sustainable success is that, remember, we look at life and business as one, and when you have the ability to come from your authentic self operating out of the solution rather than the problem we have the ability, despite any obstacles or challenges in our lives, to really experience true joy and tr- true prosperity on all levels. So today, before I formally introduce him, our guest today is Captain Mark David Gibson. He's a U.S. Air Force veteran. After 10 years of service, he enrolled in an ambitious educational program, which allowed him to simultaneously earn his undergraduate and ma- master's degree and an achievement through he earned as an officer status. He served for 10 years as a public affairs officer, which included multiple deployments to Afghanistan and Operation Desert Shield, as well as Operations Enduring Freedom and Noble Eagle. Vast uh, private sector experience, he worked with for the Bose Corporation, quickly rising to become the company's number one salesperson, and later, later moving on to a high-level consulting position with the prestigious firm Booze Alan Hamilton. More recently, Gibson uh, has worked with the U.S. Small Business Administration on their LGBT outreach initiative, LGBT Business Builder, with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. Business Builder went on to receive the Harvard Bright Ideas Award and Serve in Silence, which we're going to be discussing today, is Mark's first book. And this is some one book you got to get your hands on. Without further ado, we'd like to formally introduce Captain Mark David Gibson to the show. Welcome, Mark. Hi, Chris. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Oh, awesome. And Mark, where where you where are you right now? Where are you in the New York area or No, my friend, we're in Atlanta. It's a little overcast, oh. but spring the, the the pollen that I had to wipe off the car tells me that spring has sprung. Oh, that's awesome. I matter of fact, I think I'm coming down to Atlanta in a couple of weeks. I have to come for a young CEO. Uh, business summit. It's uh, uh, it's put on by the uh, the Nigerian government, but they they have some initiatives over here. So it's all about 
you know, building, you know, businesses in Africa. So I might be coming in for a day. So I'm not sure yet. So I'm going to be making a decision, but uh, love Atlanta. What a wonderful well, you city. You be sure to let us know. You, you, you know, we fry everything, including water down here, but we'll take you <laughs> out for some good uh, chicken wings or something. Oh, absolutely. I love Atlanta. I used to spend quite a bit of time down there. You absolutely will count on it. Well, Mark, I want to, you know, you have a powerful story and we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, some, you know, some key points from your, your new book called Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically. You know, a lot of people that listen to our show, these are people that really, while they're looking to, you know, sustain their, their, their expertise and bring their businesses to new levels, it goes far deeper than that. You know, they really want to have that balance with their personal life, their relationships, their wellness. And oftentimes there's, there's a struggle. And, you know, you have such a powerful story. I, I wanted to share with the listeners today a little bit about where you, where, where you were, where you are today, and talk about that transition and that transformation. Because I find with stories like yourself that's so powerful in getting people that may be struggling in some area of their life or business to start to pivot and make changes. Yeah, absolutely, and, and thank you. Um, I, I did a uh, very early in, in life. I, I did I did join the Air Force, and uh, that was right out of high school. I, I doubled up my uh, junior and senior year so I could graduate early. Um, I, I fell victim to uh, I was bullied, and I was a scrawny kid, and so at age seventeen, without a lot of options in front of me, um, uh, like a lot of young people, I think. Uh, joined the military as a ticket out to, uh, you know, sp- explore some options. And uh, yeah. so I did that and uh, did, didn't regret one minute. And uh, at 17, went on uh, to a 20-year um, awesome, awesome career. And uh, from that, uh, the, the what ended up happening is um, coming into my true authentic self, there was still a barrier. And the barrier was the don't ask, don't tell policy. And um, so in my book, Served in Silence, I write about and I reflect uh, reflect upon what a dehumanizing policy that was. But more importantly, I just use that as an example for other people that may be serving in some capacity in silence. Yeah. I mean, and, and like you said, I mean, the, you know, you know, the, the, the experience, everyone has different experience. Like you said, it could be sexual identity. It could be certain things that maybe people don't understand and people keep quiet. And, sure, you know, and that's like such a, a hard thing to do. Or, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, talk a little bit about, because I mean, sometimes there, especially when it comes to guys, you know, a lot of times guys, we, we can't seem to open up, you know, women a little bit better, but even women too. That, you know, that sometimes when we, we, when we, when we're on that journey to authentic self and we're transparent, so we, you know, what, how we look in public is how we are in, in our private lives. We have nothing to hide. We don't, we don't try to minimize our limitations or our weaknesses. We, we just, we accept them and move on and really focus on our strengths. Talk about a little bit about your, your transition, you know, going from, you know, a real difficult place, you know, uh, to where you are that will provide some really great, you know, you know, insight and encouragement for those that may be struggling right now. 
Sure, absolutely. And um, uh, unfortunately for for me and my situation is um, I've always had a lot of energy and a very good outlook on life and just a positive uh, person, but the adverse effects of not bringing your authentic self to the day, that, that caused me to also live in the shadows in some form of pain. And during those dark times, I, um, I, the only relief that I, that I could find at the time was alcohol. And um, during my time in the military, um, became a alcoholic and a high-functioning alcoholic, but um, just the same used alcohol as a uh, pressure relief or a way out. And um, it was just no way to live. And uh, so it wasn't until I actually had uh, the assistance and, uh, you know, somebody uh, offered to help me to find my way out of that and uh, just really step into a true and authentic life that I was able to then really take the blinders off. And I think you hit it right on the head there, Chris, is that, you know, many times when we're doing and when and we're acting and living in our public life. And if it's not congruent with your private life, um, the, the filters that we put on either through the lenses or through our language uh, throughout the day, it's not only exhausting, but it limits your capacity to contribute. No, it's so true. It's like we feel like, you know, if we don't say anything, it, it you know, it, it's, it keeps up that front of you know how we want to be perceived, but yet, it, like you said, it's so exhausting. I see it so many times, and it's something I can personally relate to because I mean, you know, I had struggled with anger uh, growing up, having a a detachment from my father. You know, we did not have a, a solid relationship, and you know, I grew up an angry man, so I could relate. And also struggled with alcohol, drugs as a way to kind of just you know, you know, to relieve myself because it was, you know, I, I didn't know any better. So I could sure, totally rate. Yeah. And there's so many people out there that, you know, maybe are look like from the outside that everything they got their life together. They got their business together, but behind right, you know, below the surface are, are struggling and, and they, they can only hide it so long. I mean, what, where, where did it reach out for you? I mean, in terms of the, the boiling point where you said enough is enough. I can't, you know, I can't keep living this way something's got to change. I mean, what was that pivot? What was that defining moment for you? Well, um, if I can share with you real quick a, a parable that was kind of the guiding focus for um, the, the transition and then breathing breath into my manuscript. And uh, so this guy is walking down the street and he falls into a hole and he, he looks up to a passerby and he hollers up, you know, hey, can, it's a priest. And he says, hey, Father, can, can you help me out of this hole? And uh, the, the priest writes out a prayer and on a piece of paper and throws it in and keeps on walking. The next guy walks by and he's like, hey, doc, can, can you help me out? I've fallen in this hole and I can't get out. And uh, the doctor writes a prescription and throws it in the hole and keeps walking. And then all of a sudden, here comes a friend and she jumps in the hole with me. And I'm like, what are you crazy? What, what you stupid? Now we're dirty and we're stuck in this hole. And she just takes me by the hand and says, it's okay. I've been down here before. I know the way out. Mm. Well, it was at that moment that I was able 
to um, arm up everything I could muster to do battle with alcoholism and to and, and, and win and achieve success and uh, win over the crushing PTSD that I was suffering. And uh, I was able to just let her guide me through the process to um, a wonderfully clean and sober life. Uh, it's wonderful. Congratulations. And I can relate. Uh, knock on wood. Uh, it's been... Uh almost 20 years for me. And I can totally relate to that. And, you know, it is an accomplishment, you know, people that don't see themselves or maybe have a problem with addiction or alcohol, that type of thing. You know, meanwhile, they may not, but they may still be struggling with the, the emotion that, that drives it. You know, it could be anger, it could be shame, it could be guilt, it could be jealousy, envy, or any combination thereof, you know, and, and that's really where, you know, coming into your authentic self that, you know, we're able to really look beyond the addiction, but really look below, even deeper, like peeling back an onion to find, you know, what, what triggers that, you know, what triggers that need to drink. I mean, obviously there's some chemical dependency on some level, but it's really more of everything that you, you went through, you know, you know, growing up and, you know, and obviously being, you know, in, in very, very tough situations. I mean, you know, in, in Afghanistan and, and seeing things that most people would never see in their lifetime. And these all can obviously have a tra- you know, traumatic effect on you. And it's amazing that, again, that you were, ab- you know, you were able to really dig deep and this person was able to empower you. Um, in terms of like the process, I mean, do you, was there any particular process that you did? I mean, like a 12-step program? Was there any other things like meditation, anything like those that, that helped along the way? Yeah, absolutely. And um, part of uh, what ended up happening when she uh, jumped in the, the, the hole that I was in to help me find the way out, um, I'll never forget it. I had retired and I was living in Costa Rica and I lived on the side of uh, uh, the mountain in, in the rainforest in the glass house and um, literally three sides of all glass. And uh, uh, my computer in my office was next to my bedroom and it was three o'clock in the morning and and I heard the ding, oh, got an email, and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, and I stumble over, and uh, she had just sent me an email about a particular treatment, and uh, there was a 100% guarantee. Well, at that point, I was just, um, re- you know, I wasn't even at bottom. I, I had hit bottom so many times that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I didn't even know, you know, what the next bottom was going to be, and um, it was called um, the Iboga House. And mm. it was in Costa Rica, and there was a 100% guarantee to go and talk about this issue of alcoholism or drug addiction or, you know, wh- whatever other types of addictions you might be having and uh, talk to a shaman and uh, guaranteed that, um, you know, he-, he could help you find the way out. So she just uh, introduced me to uh, the shaman and uh, she went with me and literally held my hand in some um, less than desirable moments of uh, detoxing and um, then uh, rest assured after five days of that uh, I came out the other side a a totally brand new person. Wow that's fabulous fabulous and and in terms of was this like a like a a certain like retreat type center. Uh, Cause I mean, uh, when I'm thinking of Costa Rica, there's a lot of places that are like in, 
you know, the mountains or like in the near the jungle, you know, near the rainforest where, you know, it's very quiet, very scenic. Was it in a setting like that where it was kind of get you into a relaxed mode? Yeah, no, absolutely. It was in Liberia, uh, which was a few hour drive uh, from San Jose. I was living um, near the Central Valley and yep. um, it was unconventional at best to ingest a, uh, a root from South Africa and it was the iboga plant and um, the iboga uh, root and plant basically goes into your system in your body. Now, Chris, I was very skeptical. I didn't believe any of this. I was just right. This guy is making a hoop of cash just for people (laughs) that, uh, you know, I have no hope left. And, um, but I didn't, I had no other options. I I didn't really see a way out and uh, I trusted this friend of mine. And so with all trust and faith, I said, I'm going to do it. And, uh, sure enough, what happens with the Iboga root is it goes into your system and it, it dates back to, your physiological roadmap and goes to the day before you had the first sip of alcohol and like Tetris resets your entire physiological function of your body that you never are dependent or never desire it again. Wow. I mean, I thought I heard something like that. And, and, and now is this something that's available? I mean, just in Costa, I mean, we're for this place that was doing it, or is it something now that you know there are different areas of the world that you could uh where people that are really chemically dependent upon alcohol need to kind of use this as a way to kind of transition out so they can then begin to look at you know really who they are and really where maybe what was the trigger before you know why you drank in the first place that type of thing so is it something yeah, is this um, some unique I, I don't or? believe that it is uh, yet I, I don't think it's offered um, in the United States um, gotcha. I believe it is in Canada but it is uh, very limited and it does uh, come with the it has to be administered properly of course and yeah. um, it was very unconventional in uh, Western civilization to uh, ingest a, a root uh, from South Africa that uh, they have seen um, some miraculous uh, healing from this particular route. Um, there was a gentleman that was with me, and we're still friends today uh, on Facebook. Uh, he's happily married now. Uh, he was suicidal, a uh, very bad heroin addict, and uh, he, he was able to overcome it. And he now runs a multi-million dollar uh, business in California because he stepped into his authentic self. That is so awesome. I, I love to hear stories like that. And like you said, I mean, you, when you look at alcohol or heroin or, you know, again, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it, it could be, you know, people are addicted to many different things. It, 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 and it you know, it, it's just like, again, your authentic self is just beneath the surface. And a lot of times we just hide so many different things or we, we, we pretend to be somebody that we're not. And it just leads to so many different things that that really don't define who we are. And I really respect uh, where you come from and where you are today and also your friend's story as well. And and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people that might want to look into that, that route and uh, we could talk a little bit more about it. We're going to be uh, going to break again. We're with Captain Mark David Gibson, again, a former U.S. Air Force veteran. And we're sharing his story from his book, Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically. 
Again, our, our, our topic today is the promise of an authentic life, both professionally and personally. We'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-760-0116. That's 800-760-0116. 800-760-0116. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're here with Captain Mark David Gibson. Uh, for We're talking and discussing the promise of an authentic life, both professionally and personally. These are uh, information from his latest book, Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically. And we were just talking a little bit about Mark's experience in the first round. So if you were just joining us, we're going to be talking about this book that just came out. So we encourage you definitely, once you hear about the story behind it, that you definitely get your hands on it. And we're going to give you some information a little later in the show. So stick around how to go about obtaining this great book. So Mark, you know, served in silence, the struggle to live authentically. And we just came out. And again, we were talking earlier in the first segment, again, about people that may be struggling to really live their authentic self. Those that are still more or less uh, portraying this image of this false image of themselves to the world, but really not being who they are. Can you talk about a little bit about some of the key points or, or chapters in the book that we can kind of walk the audience through that 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 you know that you strongly want to point out? Sure, absolutely. the The book is a little different. I, I had a great publisher and uh, in Hartford, Connecticut, uh, Jen T. Grace with Publish Your Purpose Press. And we really did a lot of intentional thought in how did I want this to be laid out. I didn't want chapters. I didn't want okay. it to be, you know, real uh, sterile. So sterile. what okay. I came... What I came up with is uh, I broke it down into four different parts. And in those parts, there are little vignettes. There you know, would be like chapters, uh, stories that captivate you. And it starts with the early years, the learning years, then the wonder years, and then the living years. And mm. I lay the platform and the foundation of basically a roadmap of the hazards that I had identified now looking back over my life that caused the pitfalls to not live authentically. And that's really one of the goals, Chris, for my book is I really want my book to be a roadmap to show others of the hazards of not living authentic and living in the shadows. And um, there's not a lot of books out there. There's not a lot of memoirs, especially, that give you a guarantee. But I do guarantee that with my book and you're reading it, that there is a promise, a 100% guarantee, that when you do live authentically, you will experience unimaginable joy and success and prosperity, not only professionally, but personally. No, it's so true. I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, as I, we have parallel paths in terms of, you know, our struggle with addiction and I can say that, you know, as an advocate of, of authentic and transparent leadership, it's something I speak on as a speaker. You know, when I learned how to be my authentic self, it, it, you know, it allowed me, even when I went through some tough obstacles or some certain challenging times in my life, you know, I was able to endure. You know, it wasn't it didn't allow me to really go back and looking for a crutch, so to speak, to kind of, you know, escape I was able to embrace this challenge and look for the positive sides of it, you know, the, the opportunities that were disguised in between, because sometimes we have to experience certain things that are not pleasant to really then truly appreciate the, the you know, the, the greater things in life that we experience. So, you know, I, I love what you're talking about with your, you know, how you set up the book where it was more like, you know, your story, you know, it's not like a chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. 
I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, some of the key points that you think, you know, from your story, you know, like we, we did touch upon that in the beginning, you know, but like some key, like some certain turning points where in, in the process that you, that got you to where you, where you are today. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the, the biggest turning points is um, if we roll back just a few years um, back in 2006, and um, we, I was uh, stationed at Bagram Airfield north of Kabul in the Parwan province, and uh, which is beautiful. I mean, if you're not there under wartime scenarios, uh, it's at the foothills of the Hindu Kush and uh, just very majestic mountains. And we were sustaining heavy attack on the base, and um, it, it was a very um, uh, tumultuous time and constantly on alert. You didn't really sleep very very well, and uh, we were on a convoy, and I was able to uh, get to one of the villages to see if we could provide any assistance and water and help, and uh, there was heavy, heavy battle the night before, and I got there, and I, and I took a photo with some of the children, and I reflected, and at that moment, I realized that I was here in another country, and I was fighting for more rights and freedoms than I had in my own country, and and then, it, then the, the, the title came to me, which is sometimes difficult for authors. Uh, you know, maybe they struggle with the, with the title until later, until the end of the, the process. But I did it backwards. And uh, so I just, uh, I was serving in silence. I served in silence my entire career. And then I looked back and I'm like, well, uh, you know, it's repeating itself. I served in silence through my childhood and uh, my adulthood. And so I, I came up with it then when I was in Afghanistan, and that was really the, the turning point for the manuscript, and then I just began to write on anything I could find my hands on, uh, napkins, sticky notes, uh, uh, whatever I had, and then I started compiling those notes uh, just uh, through the years. Wow, that's great. I mean, I always find that, again, personal stories, and you know, the, it's the experience that people connect with. You know, you know you, we can tell people how, when, and why to do something but it really, I find that that doesn't really resonate unless there's there's some personal experience behind it. And that's what I feel, you know, people connect at the heart level. You know, they can hear things, they can, you know, process the information in their brains, but to truly really feel it and be able to make a, a pivot or a change, it's very difficult unless, you know, again, it's coming from personal experience. So this is great that this was something in the making for a long time. Because oftentimes when something is rushed, you know, it doesn't come off authentically. So this was something like a masterpiece in the making. So that's that's wonderful. You know, um, in the book, I mean, what, what would be some key points that, you know, if we're looking at, you know, you're telling your story, but what would be some key points that people should, you know, that would jump out at somebody reading this book that that they could relate to, no matter what situation that they may be going through in their personal lives or in their business? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, I, I did it intentionally, um, using the don't ask, don't tell policy 
as just my example. Your example could be something totally different, uh, a house husband, a, uh, a professional woman at work, or even a child for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. But I just use that as the example of what, it, what, what occurs in uh, the span of a lifetime or in just a particular moment when you're not authentic and then what you sacrifice and how that begins to decay at your very soul. And when I got that help from a friend that jumped in the hole with me, when I geared up to do battle, I was in the military. I was used to going to, to war, going to battle. I knew, I knew I was trained. Well, this time I had to really sharpen my scalpel to go in and eradicate that cancer that was the thought that was ingrained in me that I was yeah. less than. I was less than in life. I was less than. And I think one of the key things that I would like people to learn from my book is um, that that moment when you're able to, when was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror? I mean, really looked at yourself yeah. in the mirror. We're so busy. We shave. We, we, we prop the hair. We, we do whatever, brush our teeth. But when did you pause and look at yourself in the mirror? When, when was the last time you told yourself, I love you? When was the last time I appreciate you? We are so hard on ourselves and how we speak to ourselves. We would never do that in public to somebody else, but we're very hard on ourselves. So I talk about that in the book. And there's a ritual that I did, and it's kind of fun, is turn those songs around that you hear on the radio that you might think is a ballad to sing to somebody else if it were a perfect opportunity. Why not do that to yourself? Sing it to yourself or have that song be sung to you. So there are just some thir- certain things that you can do. I mean, let's say t- life is tough and, and, and it's yep. a negative world out there sometimes. And um, I just found that the more you can elevate your attitude and your altitude and maybe have those be uh, in comparison with each other and a more positive space, you're able to take a look down at where you're not living authentically, where you may be in the shadows and help you draw yourself out. No, it makes sense. I mean, you know, like you were talking about, I mean, we're so so many people are conditioned to look outside of themselves for something to manage or solve their problem. But the reality is they're never going to solve their problem, you know, looking outside of themselves. Yes, they can do certain things to manage the problem, uh, you know, medication. Uh, in this case, we, you know, you used alcohol. I used alcohol. I, I had other crutches that allowed me to manage my problem. So I was functionable just like you were, but it didn't solve the problem. And like you said, you know, it sounds from the book, you know, that you, you said, that, you know, it's, it's time to go within. Within is where all the answers are. Nobody can solve my problem. Only I can. And sometimes that's a very difficult thing to grasp. So what would be like in the book, if there's in the book, if you talk about going within, I mean, what, what was that like to you? Was that, you know, in the beginning, it must've been a difficult process, but once you got into it, can you discuss that? And and so the reader or the listeners can relate. Yeah, absolutely. And and it was difficult because I wasn't used to it. I wasn't accustomed to that. Uh, I I was, uh, I think I had convinced myself that, you know, I was less than or I agreed. And so, you know, when you do that paradigm shift uh, with your mind and you're able to uh, change that behavior, it, it was difficult at first. I know it sounds a little corny at first, but when you truly embrace yourself and at that moment when, and it wasn't, you know, 
know, crying in my beer or, you know, well, I didn't drink anymore, but you know what I mean? Um, yes, I know so it saying. wasn't one of, it wasn't one of those moments. It was just a really authentic moment that was so pure and, and it was just really nice for a moment. It's like, yeah, you're not a bad guy. You're, you're actually a pretty good guy and you do a lot for other people. So then you start to build and you build on that to bring yourself into an authentic, uh, being. And when that happened, and this is why I know it, and maybe that sounds cheesy too with my guarantee with my book, but when I was able to love myself and laugh at myself, I laugh at myself often because I, I, I tend to do some kind of crazy things. And um, <laughs> so when I loved myself unconditionally, I laughed at myself and, and celebrated uh, the successes and learned from the failures. And, and then I really started to be authentic. Well, it was magical because my relationships started to get better. My relationships and, and, and then I fell in love actually for the first time in my life, my job became so much more intentional with purpose that I was able to develop a program that would later on receive a high top award from Harvard University. And I was very high functioning. I was a highly decorated Air Force officer, and uh, but I can only imagine the greatness I would have achieved should I have been allowed to live authentically in the military as well. So in my book, I talk about that as, as developing a, a beautiful relationship with yourself. Nothing's stopping you. You, you, you. Nobody's looking. You don't have to be embarrassed. It, it's just real easy. It's three words. I love you to yourself. And, and it just begins to grow this beautiful harvest of uh, wonderful flowers for you to enjoy the bouquet of life. No, it's so true. And you, when you talk about I love you, I mean, you know, they always say, you know, when you're looking to attract all the, you know, the good things in your life, you know, like a, uh, a loved one, uh, you know, maybe it's a certain uh, profession or a business or clients that you really got to You got to, you really got to love yourself because you, you know, you can't be a value to somebody else or by, if you're not coming from your authentic self, if you're always but, outside you know, of just, yourself. It, and, um, you know, I don't know if you, if you or your listeners know RuPaul, but RuPaul is a very famous uh, drag queen. But oh, yeah. he ends uh, a lot of his shows with, you know, how the heck do you expect someone to love you if you don't even love yourself first? Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's so important. I mean, like I said, you know, a lot of times if you're, if we have the ability to really love ourselves, even if you don't believe that in the beginning, but you keep saying that and really going within in time that begins to kind of, you, you start to change. I mean, not only do you start to change, you know, with, from a physical aspect that you start to, you know, you feel better, you, you have more energy, but it, you, you have that, that energy radiates and you begin to, you know, obviously attract the right types of people into your life. And, and it's, and it's like, you feel like you, you've, you've had this armor on your back that, you know, you're no longer carrying around and it's so powerful. And this is, you know, a great example, Mark, what you, how you share, how you've empowered other people around you, whether if you're not even thinking you're doing anything for them, you are because, you know, you, they, they see it, they feel it. And obviously the book plays a, you know, a major role in that. Um, we have a couple minutes to break, Mark, any other final thoughts from the book that you want to point out that, uh, that, that would jump out for the, uh, the listeners? 
I guess the, the, the final thing is, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is as the roadmap to, to hazards. And then, like you said, you know, I hope that people can identify, although I use the don't ask, don't tell policy as my example, but if you could lay down your example of what's happening in your life, maybe it's the wrong job or maybe, you know, whatever the, the scenarios are, and uh, then use some of those success points that I'm also illustrating in, in my life. And then I'm also going to show you the results of what I did after I was able to be truly authentic. No, it makes total sense. Total sense. I mean, this is, uh, I, you know, this is a, a definitely a book, you know, I'm going to be reading. Um, I want to definitely, I actually, I'm going to, I've, I've ordered it. I'm going to be uh, reading it myself. You know, I'm a big advocate of authentic leadership. So a lot of times well, when you I bring look at it with leaders, you when you come to Atlanta and I'll sign it for you. Ah, uh, you got it. Sounds good. <laughs> one author to another author. I, I'm an author <laughs> myself, so I relate. So, but again, you know, if you uh, we're listening to uh, Mark David Gibson again, uh, former captain, uh, actually is still he is a captain, U.S. Air Force veteran. Again, sharing his powerful story behind his new book, "Served in Silence: The Struggle to Live Authentically." You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're going to be going to break, but we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you feel shackled to your business? Do you feel that there is no room for anything else, like a personal life, family, fun? Did you know that there is another way? Listen for The Unshackled Life with hosts Aaron Scott Young and Michelle Pearson Young. They'll discuss what helps your business work better for you so that you get to have a life. Aaron Young has been starting and running companies for over 30 years. It's time for you to finally have the time, money, and freedom that you've always wanted. The Unshackled Life, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. 
The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. We're here with Captain Mark David Gibson, the author of Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically. If you're just joining us, uh, we had sh- uh, Mark had shared his personal journey and story with us, which led up to this book that we are talking about today. And in the second link, we were talking about some of the key points in the book as it could relate to people, what they're currently experiencing right now in their lives and business. So, Mark, in terms of the book, you know, I, I always like it, find it interesting to talk about the, you know, what what went into making the book. You know, a lot of times people can put out books, especially now, you know, with Amazon and self-publishing, people can just spit out a book at any given moment. There are some people that can put out a book in a week. I mean, you know, I see that a lot of times. What was like, I mean, you know, but good books really take time. It's like, you know, that they, they take time to nurture. Talk about a little bit about the, the making of the book and, 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 and kind of some of the timelines that went into it. Sure, absolutely. And, you know, I totally agree with you. You know, it, it's kind of like if you're a cook or a chef and you need those great ingredients and it, it takes time to simmer the sauce. And uh, um, so I, I totally agree. Um, with my work uh, at the U.S. Small Business Administration and developing the LGBT Business Builder Outreach Initiative for the Obama administration under the great leadership of my boss, uh, Eugene Cornelius, who went on to be the architect of LGBT inclusion within the federal government. So I was working in that space and challenged to um, develop the, the business builder. And I, I met a, a, a fantastic um, person from the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, Sam McClure. She's a senior vice president. And she took me under her wing and really mentored me and guided me um, with developing being, we, 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 we co-wrote it and co-authored it and then delivered it across the United States. And um, she would then become very instrumental in my life because I was struggling to get the manuscript together. And um, from time to time, just as friends would do, just to text, uh, hey, how are you? Uh, just checking in. And so, uh, you know, I just told her, I said, well, I'm really struggling with um, getting my book together and my manuscript. I feel like I have all those key ingredients to make this wonderful uh, meal, if you will. And um, so then she introduced 
introduced me to my publisher, uh, Jen T. Grace at Publisher Purpose Press. And um, I spoke with the publisher, and she recommended that I take the Authors Academy, and that's an in-house uh, academy that she um, has for new authors. And it was incredible. It was not only game-changing, Chris, it was, it was life-changing. And uh, the reason why I say that is because during the 14-week Authors Academy, um, I was able to take a step back in like week two, and I was excited that I went ahead and made a commitment to myself that I would finish my manuscript in the 14 weeks of doing the Authors Academy as well. So I would do dual tracks. I would work on the Academy and then work on my manuscript at the same time. And it was just an amazing, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work pulling all of those sticky notes and bar napkins and and pulling everything together. Uh, But uh, she assigned me with a fantastic manuscript strategist, Fern Pesson out of um, Florida. And uh, we got together in Savannah, Georgia, and we had a Spark conference to put it all together. And uh, by the time that conference was over, we had a table of contents and an outline that was going to be the roadmap for the 14-week Authors Academy. And uh, just just an incredible experience. And we were talking at the break real quick about I had a 3 o'clock in the morning uh, uh, wake up, a, a dream, a vision. So I have to get out of bed and go to my office, write down on the whiteboard what I'm thinking, and uh, that's when I came up with uh, the idea to produce a podcast for the making of Served in Silence. And uh, so it's available now um, on my website and on our publisher's website. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about the podcast because obviously, you know, when, you, when we have a powerful message, right, we have a certain message that we really want to connect at the heart level with people depending upon what that means to them. You know, books are great, right? Uh, but there's other ways. I mean, there's audible books, there's podcasts, there's radio shows like this, and, you know, TV. I mean, it really comes down to, you know, certain people's preferences in terms of how they receive information. So talk a little bit about the podcast, the layout of it, and what your goal is to really continue to, fur- you know, continue spread this message. Oh, yeah, it, it was so incredible. I was just um, so excited about everything that I was learning. And um, so I, I sent my publisher, I, I sent her an email, and I didn't really, we didn't really know what it was going to be at the time. And uh, she was fantastic. She, she uh, really wanted to bottle the energy. And she said, you know, we'll get to that later. Um, just I want you to focus on you right now and the Authors Academy. I don't want you to uh, miss anything the academy and so I said okay well you know can, can we table the conversation and sleep on it and uh, she's like okay but I really want you to just focus on on the academy okay so then <laughs> three o'clock in the morning again I wake up and so I couldn't get it out of my head so I started writing and and it, it was just like the, the the pebble that rolled the boulder and it was rolling down uh, the hill with inertia momentum and uh, uh, by five o'clock that morning I had I had written a 28-page uh, 
transcript for 14 different episodes to a podcast with the intro, the outro, some commercials, and it was going to cover and, and they'd be a roadmap to follow me through the 14 weeks of the Authors Academy. And so I sent it to her, and by 8 o'clock that morning, she calls and she goes, you don't take no very easily, so I guess we're going to have to do a podcast. And uh, so we're, we're so excited that uh, we did it, and um, it's currently uh, available on my website, markdavidgibson.com forward slash podcast. Uh, it's live on iTunes. Uh, we have you know over a 1,000 downloads, and we're um, live in, I think, four different countries now. And the goal to it was um, I want to give back. I, I want this to be a force, a, a force multiplier in everything that I do. And I want it to be, if you're thinking about writing a book or if you're thinking about publishing your works or um, something and if you need some help, I wanted this to be that roadmap and a hand up, a hand out to help you uh, follow me through the process. And maybe I can give you some, you know, golden nuggets. It's totally free. Um, the, the Authors Academy, um, you can join that. That That is not free. But you, the, the podcast is. And the goal was just really to enlighten people of that really unique relationship between an author and their publisher. Yeah, absolutely. And and Mark, is the the podcast? Does it come out? Is it once a week? It is um, a total of. We're now up to, I believe. Uh, I've been so busy, I don't even know. Uh, I think we are on uh, episode 14, no, maybe episode 12 has okay. been released. And we did, um, we followed it through the whole manuscript process, through the publication, and then the launch party uh, this past weekend here in Atlanta. So I think all in all, there'll be over 24 episodes. Wow, Great. Great. And and I always say, like I said, I mean, podcasts are great because, you know, you can listen on demand, you know, they're accessible, you know, at a computer, on your mobile device, you can have it in your car. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Now, uh, getting back to, um, you know, the book, do you plan on having an audible version anytime on that as well? I do. Um, right now, we're just in the early stages of uh, defining the, the book tour and speaking engagements. And um, I think we're going into a planning session this summer after we do uh, another launch release at the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce Annual Conference in Philadelphia, where um, I am real excited that I'm now a newly certified business and uh, I will be attending this year as a certified business owner. And uh, so after that, nice. I think this fall we'll be looking at, before I take the book to Europe, um, we're going to be doing a European uh, book tour and we'll look at the, uh, the Audible option. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah, I always find that Audible is always, a, a, again, a good compliment. I know I did with my book about uh, – six months after the release of the book itself. And, you know, cause again, and, and I've had it, it, like a mix. Uh, you get about half people getting the audible version, half getting the book. Again, it, it depends on how, what people, how they, they want to receive information. So it's so powerful. So you can um, give me some pointers. You, you, you should do a podcast so I can learn from you. Exactly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I will. 
Yeah, I got this radio show, and I and I'm on other radio shows constantly. I'm 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 a radio show host and a personality. I do a lot of them. But in terms of you talked about the book tour, so is the I mean, we got a couple minutes uh, to 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 the end of the show. But talk a little bit about the book tour, um, where also people can find the book. You know, obviously Amazon, Barnes and Noble, that type of thing. But so more people can get access to to, to this today and get you know get that book into their hands. Absolutely, and, and thank you for that. Um, we did something really unique, and this was because of my publisher. Jen has uh, uh, wonderful creative ideas. Um, so early on, she secured um, the URL and our web landing page. So you can find the book at markonamazon.com. You can find it just on uh, Amazon. Uh, you can just search uh, Served in Silence. And then here's something really special that I wanted to just make sure that I mentioned. You can go to my website, markdavidgibson.com forward slash book, and there you can order an autographed copy of the book, and a portion of those proceeds will go to our community partners, which is Lost and Found, a shelter for homeless LGBT kids. Wow, that's fabulous. You know, charities are a big thing. And, and that, you know, this is what's so powerful about people's personal messages because it helps so many people. And then when people support what you're doing and then you could have, you know, a portion of those proceeds go back to truly helping others, uh, that's so important. And we, and, and this, and especially in today's world, we need that more than ever. And, you know, a lot of these, these kids that are struggling, uh, you know, need that help. So powerful. So, um, we got about, uh, I wanted to thank you again, you know, Mark, for, for being here today. Uh, it was truly an honor to have you. I want to also thank you in, in, for graciously for serving our country and everything that you do. And again, folks you know, that are listening or that will be listening on demand, get your hands on Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically, written by Captain Mark David Gibson. It's a book that will help you maybe to get you past your struggle where you are at this point to get you where you want to be. So again, always identify with books that come from personal experience and, and more messages that come from personal experience. Again, uh, Mark, thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you, uh, audience, for joining us today. And we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.